Here we go. All righty. If it's your first time, you're probably thinking, wow, I like this church. Great music. Well, it's sort of hanging in the balance now. It could all go south quick. Anyway, I'm going to talk about a subject that probably is rarely talked about. And if it is talked about, I'm not so sure it is understood. I want to talk to you about mercy today. Mercy. I want to be a mercy giver. Say that with me. I want to be a mercy giver. The problem with mercy and being a mercy giver is you have to be hurt to give it. Or you have to be cheated by somebody to give it. You have to be wronged to give it. Mercy. We're going to talk about it today. We're fixing to unpack this sucker. Y'all ready? Now remember last week's message was the, was the mercy seat. We talked about the Ark of the Covenant in the tabernacle in the Old Testament. And the same word that we looked at, propitiation, not going to go too far back, but is the same word, mercy seat. The Bible says Jesus is our propitiation. You'll see that verse again in just a moment. But He is our mercy. Wow, that's a bell ringer. That's all right, though. That's okay. Just calm down. Calm down, people. I ain't even getting started yet. Jesus. Remember once a year the priest would go in and make an offering of a sacrifice for himself and for his family and for the people, remember? He'd do it every year. But Jesus, when he came, died on a cross, he satisfied the demands of God, and he is now set down at the right hand of God forever. Yeah, praise the Lord. That's called mercy. He is our mercy seat. But now, taking the message a step further this week. Okay, he did that for us, but he wants us to be mercy givers. Was he a giver of mercy, Jesus Christ? Yes or no? Has Jesus Christ given you mercy? Yes or no? If you're not dying and going to a devil's hell, let me say something to you. You've been given mercy. Amen? So he wants me to be a mercy giver. Did his giving mercy cause him great pain? Yes. Did he have to? He actually said it, didn't he? Say it with me. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do to me. So he was a giver of mercy. So that's where I want to take us now for the next few minutes. Mercy giver. Rides us roll, buddy. Compassion uncompelled by outside forces. Mercy is compassion that's uncompelled by outside forces. And we're going to build that case today. And it's going to make more sense as we roll along here. So let's do it, buddy. Push me if you don't mind. Mercy. I'd like you to say these three definitions of mercy with me. And they sort of build on one another. Number one, would you say it out loud? Mercy, compassionate behavior on the part of those in power. You ever heard of a president pardoning somebody? You ever heard of a governor at the last minute before they're going to flip the switch and put somebody to death? They plead for mercy and he can give a stay of execution. Have you ever heard of that? 
I mean, he's the one. You can't do it. You can write letters of the cows come home. But it's in his power to do such a thing. Mercy. Man, mercy is a powerful thing. Mercy. Number two, sit with me. It's unwarranted compassion for a crime or wrongdoing. Somebody did wrong, committed a crime, whatever it is, and yet they are given what? Mercy or compassion. Yeah. Number three. We already said, like you said again, mercy is compassion, not compelled by outside. Say that with me. It's compassion, not compelled by outside forces. Nobody can make you give mercy. Nobody can do that. You have to be the one to give the mercy. I mean, mama can tell you. Your kids can tell you. I think you should do this. At the end of the day, you're going to do what you're going to do. Y'all hear me or not? You've been hurt. Somebody said, you just need to give mercy. You need to move on with your life. You need to let that go. They can say it, but until you do it, it ain't done. Are we hearing anything so far? We're talking about mercy today. Mercy. I very seldom ever read a poem on screen. I try to preach out of my life. The stories I have are real. My story itself is real. I've had plenty of crap happen to talk about it. You know, and I've had plenty of good things happen to talk about that too. Amen? But every once in a while, something will come along and it will grab me. And this grabbed me many years ago. And I'd like to read it to you. It's talking about mercy. Why don't you just calm down a minute? How many think I'm the only one that's like acting crazy? All righty, here we go. The quality of mercy is not strained. It drops as the gentle rain from heaven upon the place beneath. It is twice blessed. It blesses him that gives and him that takes. Tis mightiest in the mightiest. It becomes the throned monarch better than his crown. His scepter shows the force of temporal power, the attribute to awe and majesty, wherein doth set the dread and fear of kings. But mercy, mercy is above this sceptered sway. It is enthroned in the heart of the king. It is an attribute of God himself. And earthly power doth then show like God's when mercy seasons justice. That's a rich thing. For a country boy, that's like way up here, man. That was from the Merchant of Venice. Now, you know I can't write like that, don't you? We know one thing. He didn't write that right there. Might have been above your head, too. Pretty powerful, though, isn't it? Now, the king can, with the sword, force! And he can get the job done. But for a king to take somebody who is guilty, who deserves death, and to say, I set you free. That's in, the, that's in the crucifixion story, isn't it? 
Who should have went free that day, Barabbas or Jesus? Jesus should have gone free. He had done nothing wrong. Is that what Pilate said? But they said, release unto us Barabbas. What a clear picture you and I have. We are without excuse, guys, to see the mercy of God. And how foolish we are and how arrogant we are when we think our good works earns us His mercy. Just think about it. Try that with the king. Ah, you know, I'm a good person, king. I know I killed somebody, but you know, I'm good. You're dead. You see what I'm saying? But we'll do that with Almighty God. We'll say, I go to church. I'm a good person. You know, we're telling God we've earned your mercy. That's a crazy thing to do. And the church does it. Denominations, whole denominations do it. Think somehow you can earn your way to heaven. Guys, mercy is uncompelled by outside forces. Jesus came to this earth to give his life a what? Ransom for many. He came to seek and to do what? Save that which was what? Lost. You had nothing to do with it. It's funny, though. Now, now we got something to do with it. You'll never be a person of mercy that you can be until you really get a hold of the mercy of God. Y'all hear me or not? What a Savior we have. What Joel just sing? Isn't He wonderful? Amen? Let's talk about that more. Mercy. Mercy. It's compassionate behavior on the part of those in power. It's unwarranted compassion for a crime or wrongdoing. It's compassion not compelled by outside forces. It's something that you do. And it's your choice to do it. But I tell you, when you get a better picture of Jesus, you'll be a little better at giving mercy. Amen? So let's look. Let's learn today. The greatest example of mercy, say it loud, is who? You can do better. The greatest example of mercy is who? Jesus Christ. Period. You'll never, ever have anyone greater to look at than Jesus Christ for mercy. You and I are without excuse. Well, if I had a better teacher, you've got the best teacher. And he gave you mercy. And so, mercy. Let's look at some scriptures real quick. For God so loved the world. Think of mercy. He gave His only begotten Son. Did you compel Him to do that? That whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. That sounds like mercy to me. How about you? Keep looking. Here in His love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us. That was our scripture last week. And sent His Son to be the what? The propitiation of the mercy seat for our sins. Mercy. Look at these, all these verses that we may have known for years. All of a sudden, I'm seeing the mercy in them. Look at this one. The wages of sin is death. I'm a sinner. I'm going to die. Is that right? So are you. Wages of sin is death. Let's see if we can find the mercy. But the what? Gift of God's eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I just got run over by a mercy bus. Wham! You can't talk about Jesus without mercy. Fellowship Church needs to be a church of mercy. We say we love Jesus when we're going to love people. You better know something about mercy. Can't function without it. 
We can't operate around here without this. But God, say this one, but God, help me now, who is what? Rich in what? Mercy. For His great love where He loved us. How many horrible people have done horrible things are in this room? Can I see some hands? Mine's going up. Are you kidding me? He loves me. I'm not, not talking about the things that people know you did. I'm talking about the things you know you did. And things you wanted to do and didn't do. But you'd have done if you could have. I mean, think about it. God loves us. That's mercy. Y'all hearing me or not? I love this stuff. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which helped me according to His what? Abundant mercy has begotten us again. He saved us unto a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. You didn't have a thing to do with it. But now I'm in charge of it. You're a crazy person. I don't know about you, but if I was a convicted murderer and the governor and I was on death row, and I'm a conservative, but that governor was even a liberal, (laughs) and he gave me mercy, I'd love him for the rest of my life. Y'all hear me or not? How we should love the Lord for His mercy instead of taking credit for it. I think it sickens Him. And you might not like me talking this. You might have come from a different way of teaching. I don't give a hoot. If I can shake you, shake you, to get you to believe and see the mercy of God, that you didn't have anything to do with that. God so loved you. That's why you're saved today. Why don't you live like that? It might help you with your judgmental attitude that you have towards people. I guess if you think you're good enough to get there, you're good enough to tell us where we screwed up. (laughs) Amen. But when you're a person of mercy, they're not mad. They love me. We're going to go with that. Here we go. So, why have I been given mercy? Why was God so merciful to me in Rockingham, North Carolina? I'm cussing his name. GDDS, AFDS, that's the way I taught. Didn't care a thing about God. Living like a crazy person, even as a teenager. Mother was a drunk. Ran around on my daddy. Shacking up with another fella. He's just a wild man. Why did mercy come to the Clark house? Why did mercy come to my house? 109 River Road, Rockingham, North Carolina, 28379. My house. I've been given mercy so Jesus Christ can be seen by others as long-suffering. That's why. God's a long-suffering God. Do you see that? Don't you see that? Since He saved me, He must really be long-suffering, right? Yes or no? Amen. How many would raise a hand and say, because Jesus saved me, He is really long-suffering? I mean, anybody going to witness with me in the morning? I'm right there, right there. But this is the Bible. Look, I'm fixing to prove it. I've been given mercy so Jesus Christ can be seen by others as long-suffering. Therefore, they may believe they can receive mercy too. That's why He's called us witnesses. He's called us salt and light. We're to be people of mercy. We've been given mercy. This is how we're to live our life. This is how people will come to know the Lord when they see unbelievable change in us like that. People we wanted to kill, we're not killing them. Amen. People we used to run our mouth about, we're not doing that anymore. Not going to do that. We've been changed. 
by the power and grace and mercy of God. Look at this scripture. This is Paul. Was Paul a murderer? Yes or no? Yes, he was. Was he a, was he a persecutor of the Christians? He had papers going to go do some more, wasn't he? And Jesus saved his sorry tale on the road to Damascus. And look what he said. Paul said, how be it for this cause I obtain mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all long-suffering. What a message he could preach. Amen? My goodness gracious. For a pattern to them who should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. What does that mean in plain English? God saved my sorry tale and showed me mercy. And that ought to give you hope that you can be saved too. Amen. That's the message of mercy. Amen. Powerful. I love this. If you're going to sleep, I'm not. I'm happy. Here we go. Mercy's a major deal with God. Say that with me. Mercy's a major Now, I started out the sermon today by saying you almost have to be hurt. I think you have to be hurt to give mercy. I think you have to be wronged to give mercy. And I'm not saying necessarily you have to go and tell the person. They might not be here anymore. But they're alive and it's, and it's hurting you. And Jesus wants you to be a person of mercy. He can't force you to do it. But you have the power to do it. It's in your hands. They can't pay you back. That's not mercy. That'd be getting even. What's done is done. But you have the power to say the definition I love the most for the word mercy. The price is paid. Say that with me. The price is paid. Now, I've got a lot of pain in my life. I've had some hurt. You that don't know me. I'm a big guy. I'm not a whiner. My mother was shot six times, murdered. There with that comes pain. Married 28 years. Hurt really bad. Cheated on. It's hard. Hard to even talk about it. Now. People don't like it. It's uncomfortable. It's my life, whether you like it or not. And part of me getting on with my life, and it still creeps inside there. This is something. Well, you better put it in the mercy camp. <laughs> It allows you to move forward with your life. Amen? And we still got flesh and we're still going to struggle. But I'm telling you what, this is a fight worth fighting, the mercy fight. You hear me? hope I'm not screwing your head up this morning all over the place. I'm trying to make sense. It's a major deal with God. I'm going to tell you that right now. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, all you great church people. This is Jesus speaking. You pay tithe of mint. That means little tea leaves. They were so stuck on doing everything just right. They would count the tea leaf. I give God a little tea leaf. 
and, and anise and cumin. These are spices and things. Listen, hang in here. Watch this, though. And you've omitted the weightier matters of the law. This is Jesus speaking. Judgment. What's the second word? Mercy. And look at that next one. And what's that next one? The Bible says without faith you can't please God. All I know is there's a future judgment you and I are going to stand before. And we better, we better thank the Lord for some mercy and be people of mercy. Because he saved us by faith. Why can't we see that he can do that for somebody else? And we need to let, we need to let some things go. This is, mercy's a big deal. I just want to show you that from that scripture. It's a big deal with God. Here's something else mercy is. Mercy is godly wisdom. Godly wisdom is mercy. It's merciful. Look at the scriptures. But the wisdom that's from above is first pure, it's peaceable, it's gentle, it's easy to be entreated. Say that with me. It is what? So you can brag about how much you know about the Bible, how many Bible studies you go to, whatever. But if you are really that smart, you should also be a person full of mercy. Do you all hear me or not? This is what godly wisdom is. It's a wise thing to forgive people. You don't understand what happened. I can't tell you the number of times people told me that. And you know what I point them to? You don't understand what he did on that cross. I'm sorry you've gone through pain. And I've gone through stuff. But something's got to give. How many ever want to kill somebody? They hurt you so bad you want to kill them. Let me see some hands. Don't lie. You're in church. You want to kill them. Okay, you're not that bad. You want to beat the crap out of them. Any more hands going to go up on that when I get a few of you now? So spiritual. Your hand went up, you wanted to kill them. I don't care what you say. But listen, guys, listen. Is that wise? No. But that, that's how we feel. And even though we don't do those things in life, and we don't act out on it perhaps, we sometimes sort of act out on it. We treat them like a dog. We rejoice when they get hurt. <laughs> We gossip about them. And yet we come to church. And we sure like the mercy of God. But we've been hurt. And God can work all things together for good to them that love God. To them who are the called according to His purpose. He can take the hurt in your life and use that as a pattern so that other people can see the mercy of God. This sure beats uh, throwing a track at somebody. Okay? Let's talk about mercy. It's full of wisdom. The gifts and calling of God are without repentance. For as, for as ye in times past have not believed God, yet have now obtained mercy. You've obtained mercy. Okay? And I have. Verse 31. Even so have these also now not believed that through your mercy they might also obtain you mean, as I live my life for Christ, as I live out His mercy given to me, and I'm a merciful person to other people, you mean other people are going to come to know the Lord through my giving mercy? Yes. That's how the plan works. 
For God hath concluded them all in unbelief, that he might have what? Mercy on us. The Bible says this, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Does it say that? God has concluded every one of us, every one of us, as unbelievers. What does that mean? You're a sinner. You're away from God. You're separated from God. You have to put your faith in Christ. You are, you are, we're all condemned. Does the Bible say we're condemned already? Did Jesus say that? Yes! Guys, we're condemned. We're only one way we're getting to heaven. That's the mercy of God. Amen? And so now God wants us to be people that show that kind of mercy. I know I'm beating the old horse here a few times, but I think we're getting it. Y'all hear me or not? First service went a little smoother than this one, but I can't go back and live two hours ago. Here we go. Mercy rejoice. I love this one right here. Mercy re- Say this with them out loud. Mercy rejoices against judgment. This is what mercy does. They're not bad not to be what you do or I do, but it's what mercy does. For he shall have judgment without mercy that hath showed no mercy. It's funny. We want mercy, but we're not giving mercy. I love this last part. Say that last part with me. Mercy rejoices against judgment. I might not know what all that means, but I know it means something. And I know one thing we do. We stand in judgment over people. We go to Bible studies. We get together with our family. We get around the table. And we gossip about people. We talk about them like a dog. And somebody ought to stand up and start having the guts to say, I'm not listening to this anymore. Got it? I've been given mercy. I'm not going to sit around here. I'm not rejoicing in the judgment crap that's going on around this table. I want to be a person of mercy. I'm out of here. Maybe you can do it your way. I don't know. You understand what I'm saying? Mercy rejoices against judgment. It doesn't jump in on judgment. Mercy doesn't jump in on judgment and say, yeah, I know, I heard that about it too. You hear what we hear? That's what the church does. We're crazy and wonder why the people don't want to come to church. Y'all hear me or not? How many ever had somebody in church say something bad about you? Raise your hand. Come on, raise your hand, raise your hand, raise your hand, raise your hand. <sighs> just remember when you do that, you look just like him. That's what Jesus saw. Away with him. Do you want to be that joker? Be a person of mercy. Mercy giver. Since I've been given mercy, say it with me, I should what? I love that. Y'all were with me better than the first crowd. One more time. Since I have been given mercy, I should what? Now, here's the cool thing. If you've been hurt, you're a candidate to give mercy. If you've been cheated on, you can take that garbage you went through and turn it into something valuable. What? You've been stolen from, lied to. That's pretty powerful. So, since I have been given mercy, I should give mercy. Let's just read a story. Let's see if it has anything to do with mercy. 
And Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. He fell among thieves, and they stripped him of his raiment, his clothes. They wounded him and departed, leaving him dead almost. And by chance there came a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, went on the other side, did jack squat for the hurt man. And likewise, a Levite, that's another spiritual joker, but political. When he was at that place, he came and looked on him, and he passed by on the other side. Didn't do a thing for the guy that was hurt. But a certain, can you say that word? Samaritan, back in the day, that'd be just another word for half-breed. The Jewish people, the, the religious leaders thought the Samaritans didn't even have a soul. Not that funny. Gosh. Hush the kid up. They don't laugh when you tell a joke. Come on. Listen. But a certain Samaritan, a person that's deemed a nobody, when he came and saw what this man was beat up, stole from, laying there about dead, he had what on him? He had compassion on him. And he went to him. And he bound up his wounds. Did anybody make him do this or not? No, it was unwarranted compassion. Did he have the power and ability to do it? Sure he did. And he did it. Did other people think he'd probably do it? No, he's a Samaritan. But he did it. Poured oil and wine into him. And set him on his own beast. Brought him to an end. Took care of him. And on the morrow when he departed, he took out some money and gave it to the host. And said, you take care of him. And whatever you spend more, I'm going to come again and I'm going to give that. Whatever extra it is. What's this got to do with my message? I'm glad you asked. Which now of these three? The priest? The spiritual politician or the half-breed, no good, it doesn't even have a so-called soul. Which one of these was neighbor to him that fell among the thieves? And he said, say it with me, he that showed mercy on him. Is that a powerful story? It's called the story of the what? It's funny. You know the name. Have you ever thought maybe if we listen to Jesus, we might be more effective in the way we live our life and do the job he wants us to do? Powerful story, isn't it? Talking about mercy. And Jesus said to him, say it with me, you go and do what? Likewise. So are we to be people of mercy, yes or no? So, in that story... I said you either have to be hurt or lied to or cheated or something to give mercy. But this is another side of mercy. Somebody else can be hurt, etc., and you can come to their aid, and that shows mercy. Got it? So all of us are on the hook for something here today. Yes or no? Amen. Since I've been given mercy, I should give mercy. And, Roger, we're going to quit. Let me just go through these points like you did in the first service, buddy. Number one, say it with me. I am when I... 
You might say, Pastor, you don't understand what's happened to me. You might be surprised how much I understand. That's all just something in your mind keeping you from giving mercy. You're blessed when you give mercy. How do you know? Blessed are the what? Who said that? (laughs) Number two, say it with me. I receive when I... You might say, well, I'm already saved. Yeah, but His mercies are new every morning. Great is His what? Faithfulness. I want you to realize when you hold something, you can hold bitterness or unforgiveness. And I know this is hard for some of you today because I'm just talking up here, but you're going through a real, real mess. But when you hold that in and you keep that, yes, I'm not saying you're not, you haven't received the mercy of God for, at salvation, but I'm going to tell you something right now. There's a whole lot more mercy that you're missing Y'all hear me? How many be willing to raise a hand with me? Mine will go up. I was hurt real bad. But because the Lord helped me show some mercy, I'm just a better person. I've been blessed because of it. God has blessed me in ways I couldn't understand. Can I see a few hands that might say that? Might say that today? That's just some testimony for you. Doesn't make us better than you. We're just telling you the truth. It was either that or kill them. Amen. Or let it kill us. We're talking about mercy all over the place today, aren't we? What's the Bible say, Jesus? For they shall what? Receive what? Blessed are the merciful, because you're going to receive what? Mercy. There's mercies that you don't even know you're getting. When you start living like I live, the Lord says. Number three, say it with me. I can give mercy to whomever I choose. How many would raise a hand right now? Be honest. And you would say, I knew somebody, a family member or a friend, who gave mercy to somebody that did not deserve it, and I got on to them about it, and I was mad at them about it. Anybody want to raise a hand and say you got on to somebody for giving mercy when they shouldn't have? Anybody like that say, you're lying. You're all, a bunch of you are lying in this room. We know a lot of people who have done things, and we thought they're being taken advantage of. Yes or no? Yes or no? You ever know anybody like that? Say. And they give, they give to them, or they try to help them, or they forgive them. And I know it hurts us sometimes to watch them do that because sometimes they go through that same pain over and over again. I get that. But guys, you know what? People can give mercy to whomever they choose. And that includes you. Got it? Yes or no? And me. Okay? If somebody hurts me and you can't believe I gave them mercy, hey, look, hey, that's not your fight. That's mine. And the fight ain't just with them. The fight's inside of me. And I'm trying to get me some more mercy because it's about to kill me. This is a great message, but I don't know if you're getting it or not. For he said to Moses, say it with me, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. Amen. 
God's that way too. You can give mercy if you choose to. You hear me or not? Almost done. Last one, Raj. Number four. And we're done. This is it. Done. I know it's hard to believe. I told you, music was great after that. (laughs) Number four. Say it with me. I should give mercy cheerfully when I... Or he that exhorts on exhortation, he that gives, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence, he that shows mercy with... Got it? Be glad that you're saved. And they ought to be glad you're saved. Amen? Be glad you're saved. Be glad that you have a Savior that showed that kind of mercy to you. Be glad that you have godly wisdom. Be glad that instead of killing somebody, you can let it go, let it go, let it go. (laughs) Got it? Be glad, be glad that you can say to somebody, The price is paid. Because he paid my price. You don't have to tell him all that part. Trust me. When somebody hurts you, wrongs you, has cheated you, and you give them mercy, they'll get the message. And that's on them to get it. Amen? So give it cheerfully as unto the Lord. Amen? Mercy. No one can force you to do it. You can give it. Let's thank the Lord for the word today. We're done. Two-week series on mercy. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's get on up. Come on. Now don't run on out here on me. We have communion. It's not going to be just, okay, I'm actually doing pretty good. What time is it literally? It's 10 up. I'm doing better than I normally do. Aren't I? Yes. See there? Let's pray together. Let's don't leave. Let's don't leave. There's people right inside this room that need mercy. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you for your word today. Lord, thank you that I can feel free to talk to these folks. I love them. And I feel their love back to me. It allows me to open up, make mistakes maybe in my talk. But I get to be me. And I get to just tell it like I see it. And so, Lord, I just thank you for a good message today on mercy. Lord, you know all the hurts inside this room. And uh, the wrongs that's been done and done to us. But, Lord, there's a lot of potential for mercy right inside this room. And so, Lord, I pray you'll help this message find good ground in our heart. Maybe folks are dealing with... Buried way back. I don't know. But it's a grief to them. And Lord, I know the wise thing to do. Because it's within their power. Is to extend mercy. I pray this message will find good ground in their heart and in my heart today. In Jesus' name.
Amen. With heads bowed, this is the way we do it here at Fellowship. I don't want you to leave lost. You put too much into this today. You came here. You drove here. You've been here the whole time singing. You've listened to me. That might have been rough on you. But I'm going to tell you something. You're here right now, and you can receive mercy today. You can put your faith in Christ today and have everlasting life. He loves you. He gave His life on the cross for you. The Bible says this, if you'll confess with your mouth, that's pray. Talk to the Lord. If you'll talk to the Lord and believe in your heart, that means down in your gut, really believe that God raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. He loves you today. The ball is in your court. It's not like, will He have mercy on you? He is having mercy on you. He died on the cross for you. Will you today put your faith in Jesus Christ? You might say, well, I go to church. That's what you do. That ain't, that's not your faith. You might say, I'm a good person. Listen, do you believe in Jesus Christ or not? Have you put your faith in Him? Why don't you nail that today? He loves you. No one forced Him to do what He did. He did it because He had the power to do it. He died for you. He rose from the dead. Would you put your faith in Him today? Can I lead you in a prayer where you'll do that? Before we go take communion. And communion is all about mercy. The mercy of Jesus. Would you pray with me today? Could you nail that today and so you'll never, ever, ever, ever have to think again, am I a believer in Christ? Let's nail that. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. <laughs> you said I was. And you know I am. And I know I am. And so I ask you to forgive me, Lord. And Lord, I want you to know that I believe in you. I believe you died on the cross. I believe you rose from the dead. And I believe you did that and paid the price for me. You had mercy on me. And you're waiting on me right now. And I'm saying, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I believe in you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for loving me like that. And Lord, forgive me if I ever thought it was my works that did it or going to church did it. You did it. And I want you to know I believe that with my whole heart today. In Jesus' name, amen. With heads bowed one last moment. How many would raise a hand, not to embarrass you, to encourage you? How many would say, Pastor Gary... I said that prayer today, and I received in my heart today the mercy of God. I received Jesus in my life today. Can I see your hand up and down? I'm not ashamed to tell you that, Pastor. Quite a few. I can't see you all, but I know this. There's quite a few of you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Say, Lord, thank you for a good word today. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, to not just be a big talker, like the priest and the Levite, and not be a person of mercy. Help me as the preacher. And I pray a lot of other people are saying this same prayer with me. 
Help us not look at what somebody else is going to do or not do. Help us to know we have the power and we have the ability to give some mercy. So help us to do it. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. See you later. Amen. Come on, let's go have a communion.